Welcome to the podcast. I'm Carla Joy Treadway. I'm here to help you navigate nuanced conversations and explore topics that demand your attention and awareness. There is no topic off limits here. Together, we will seek to find the middle path, explore the polarities of darkness and light, left and right, grace and grit. As a writer, life coach, and seasoned yogi, I'm in the business of awareness and conscious action. I'm here to create space for the conversations that need to be had in order to create solutions that bridge the divide between humans. Sensemaking will use practical, logical, philosophical, and spiritual tools to help us gain well-rounded perspectives on issues that strike a chord. Let's get started. to the show. I'm interviewing Dr. Stephanie Rimka today. I've been following Dr. Rimka for quite a while over on Instagram. She's a BA, a DC, a BCN, which means she's a holistic brain optimization specialist, a chiropractor. She does integrated neuropathies that helps uh, identify the root cause of things like mental illness, learning disorders, and chronic illness. She has over 30 years experience in functional medicine. And I don't know about you guys, but I am super into out-of-the-box innovative health solutions these days. I know I want to do whatever I can to stay out of hospitals, to stay away from pharmaceuticals, and I like what Dr. Rimka has to say. I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. She might challenge you with some of her belief systems around healthcare, and I think it's really worth a listen. Before we get into the show, I have to pay the bills. Today's episode is brought to you by The Sovereign. The Sovereign is a unique membership experience for a world gone wild. We teach you how to be sovereign and free from the inside out. I help you build an unshakable sense of self so that you can not only handle this kooky clown world, you can charge forward in it. We teach you essential sovereign skills, but... The bulk of the material we teach in The Sovereign has everything to do with who you are as a person. How do we help you be fearless? How do we help you find peace in the present moment? How do you develop your own daily practices so that nothing in this world can shake you? The Sovereign is on sale for a limited time only. The price is going up in the next year, so hop in here while you can. Our online community is filled with people just like you. We meet live and on demand. And you know what, friends? It's time to gather. It's time to surround ourselves with as many high vibrational people as humanly possible. We're talking the sense makers, the freedom thinkers, people that are ready to move forward in this wild world. They don't want to be scared. They don't want to live on their phones. They're ready to move forward. If this sounds like the community for you, check out the show notes, click on the link, and join us inside. And with that, let's get into our interview with Dr. Rimka. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am Carla Joy Treadway, and I have with me Dr. Stephanie Rimka. Dr. Rimka, welcome to the podcast. 
It is so great to be here, Carla. I'm super excited. I love what you're up to. I love your website. I love the tone. I love what you're uh, creating and building. Thank you. And same here. I, I found you in Instagram world. Um, you are a chiropractor. You have a mental health clinic in Atlanta. And what I really appreciate about the kind of content that you're putting out is it seems like it <laughs> seems like it's actual health compared to pharmaceutical health or a lot of the things that we have been told. Um, I, I've noticed you shifting from being a vegan to a carnivore. I see you using devices like red light therapy and cold therapies. Can you tell us a little bit uh, more about yourself just for people that don't know you um, so they get a better sense of, of who you are and what you're trying to create here with your work? Sure. Um, so I have a few degrees and certifications. Um, it is an odd thing that a DC, which is a doctor of chiropractic, um, which really we kind of Jack Wolfson, who's a cardiologist out of Arizona, has coined the term doctor of cause because uh, he's married to a DC as well. And uh, she's like, you're a DC too. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, we're going to turn you into a doctor of cause because that's what we really are. And MDs are not, you know, but you need to wake up and figure out, look a little harder. So I was um, working in mental health. I was debating in college if I wanted to go into child psychiatry or orthopedic surgery in medical school. So I took that year to kind of explore that. And I worked in a mental hospital with schizophrenics and, uh, and then was in a lot of surgeries, like assisting and, you know, doing things that with my friend's dads that I probably shouldn't have been. They're like, shh, 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 just come on in. Right. So I got to experience both and see what it would be like to do either. And I became very, um, I don't know, sad at the state of what it was. And the only thing that they kept saying that was enticing was how much money I was going to make. And I wanted money. They knew this. I was a poor kid that you know grew up on welfare with a father in prison and had to have full ride scholarships to even make it in the world. Um, but I was like, this can't be where we're at. And what I saw with the schizophrenics in particular was just a zombification through drug after drug after drug. And the side effects uh, were horrific. And the violence, uh, it worked specifically with women <clears throat> trying to deal with getting them in, in, out in the free world into group homes, ones that were strong and stable enough. And the level of abuse and rape and things that were happening um, and nothing was done about it was sheer madness to me. So through my journey of playing sports and being injured and other things, I started seeing a chiropractor at 16. And it was just this like kind of spiritual aha awakening moment in his office, really, that I shifted everything and realized the schizophrenics need to be adjusted, the drug addicts need to be adjusted, that the inmates, the prison system, they're they're not thinking clearly, their whole nervous system, their psychology is deeply impacted because their nervous system is dysregulated. And chiropractors are nervous system doctors. People don't understand. We don't, we don't deal with back pain. That's not nothing that we're doing. The only reason we touch your back is because it's holding your spine, which is your central nervous system, okay? So it deeply impacts emotional regulation, nervous system control, digestion, all, all, all full function, right? So I went to grad school to help schizophrenics, the, the mental, mentally ill, the drug addicts, and those in prison, because that was my family. 
And I was deeply affected and, and chaos in my home because of my crackhead brother and my father in prison and um, drug dealers coming in my house with guns at me and our house being firebombed and stuff like that because of the shenanigans my brothers got into with being drug addicts. So I was like, I thought I could save those people in my naivete. Uh, I realized once I was in practice, that's a little harder to do. Mm-hmm. And I realized I need to shift gears and get the kids. I need to get them before they feel drugs are their answer, right? With their anxiety so hard, the depression so big, because someone missed the correcting the dyslexia. Someone missed the attention deficit. They were misdiagnosed, misdrugged. What can I do? <clears throat> While I was in school, my nephew was diagnosed with autism though. And that was a total game changer. So I had to go down the autism route to help my sister, who was, you know, my hero. So in that, I was trained by a tremendous amount of physicians and damn doctors. And turns out autism, schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, PTSD, panic, all these things have some very common threads. And I having to deal with genetics, you got to deal with the gut, you got to deal with the diet, you got to deal with the brain, you got to deal with electromagnetic medicine. And I got in being board certified in neurofeedback, which leads to what is really going on. The brain is really an electromagnetic antenna. Then how can I modulate that? So then you got to bring in transcranial stem, you got to bring in magnetics, you got to bring in light, you know? So I realized the human system was this waveform of sound, creating light, creating magnetic pulse, which is creating electrical energy. When you look at it that way, it changes everything. Um, and just kind of driven deeply spiritual, that all is making sense to me in terms of the spirit, the, the, the soul, and, the, and your etheric field, the, the layers and the chakras. So I dove into all of that um, putting as much time into understanding emotional release, trauma, uh, genetics, diet, nutrition, mitochondria. Um, I'm a little bit obsessive, aggressive, competitive. So I approach sports like I approach studying and I want to know it. I don't want to say, I don't know the answer. And I don't like being in the position of not being able to help someone. So I was definitely put on this planet to serve. I knew that very, very young. And I've just been driven to be competent to, and part of that is me proving I deserve to to be here. I I got my own issues, right? I deserve to be here. So I'm going to prove to you I'm good. I'm going to prove to you I can help people. Um, So that's kind of my story. So my practice focuses on autism, uh, ADHD, anxiety, PTSD, suicidal ideation, um, dissociative uh, issues bipolar, all kinds. It just became, <clears throat> I, it's what I was good at. And therapists just started referring and like, I don't really know what you're doing over there with my patients, but I'm going to keep sending them to you. And then like, well, why don't you come in and see? And then they started seeing me. So then they referred more. So <clears throat> I work hand in hand with a tremendous amount of DBT therapists, psychiatrists, endocrinologists. Um, and they're my patients and they're my friends. And we co-manage uh, clients to help get them off as many drugs as I possibly can and on the right nutrient therapy and doing electromagnetic therapies. It's, it's really interesting that in the last two to three years, a lot of the doctors that are quote unquote, like awake are chiropractors right now. I am following and listening to a tremendous amount of Mm -hmm. chiropractors. 
Yeah. We're, the, we're your original anti-vaxxers. We've yes. been anti-vax for over a hundred years. So okay. I'm very proud of that statement. It, it, no, no insult. I'm 100% anti-vax. <laughs> okay. This is, this is not new to mm -hmm. us. So the scam that we've seen go down, mm -hmm. we're like, welcome to our world. Welcome to the party. We don't sound like quacks now, do we? Yeah. We've been anti-Tylenol for pain and all of it. Like, why do you cut your son's dick off? What is, what, what is going on? Why have we normalized genital mutilation? Yeah. We've been asking these questions for a really long time. Why are you suppressing a fever? Why are you doing that? Why do you try to stop the cough? Hmm. Why? And so we're asking our patients to think because we believe in what we call innate intelligence. We believe the body is a self-regulating, self-healing organism that knows what to do. It is smarter than you. Let it do its job. It is never making a mistake, period. But the whole premise of medicine, Rockefeller medicine, pharmaceutical propaganda is you're inherently broken. You're inherently deranged. You have drug deficiencies. And let's, let's mind fuck you even more and tell you it's autoimmune. After we've deranged your immune system with injections. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, they're the mass, the most masterful gaslighters you have ever seen. Brilliant. They've manipulated entire chiropractors even still think there's autoimmune. I'm like, Oh, honey, you want to make somebody feel like the biggest victim on earth. Tell them they have an autoimmune disorder. Tell them their immune system is so fucking stupid. And that's how passionate I am. That's why I swear when it comes to this, because I am angry. They've done violent genocidal crimes and they deserve to have hard words said about them. Mm -hmm. Tell them their immune system can't recognize the self and it just starts attacking itself after you've been the one to poison them. That's right. Yeah. It's like a husband beating his wife. Well, you deserved it because you didn't have my dinner hot. There's no difference to me. And all of these things just challenge the narrative. So whatever the narrative is, it's what's common. It's what we're told all the time. And people just can't wrap their heads around something that challenges what's common. So I had um, really bad issues with hormonal dysregulation for a while. And the doctor's cure was uh, a hysterectomy. And I'm 38. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's right. Or the birth control pill I was offered, which I did go on because I was in a lot of pain and things were really bad and it did help my symptoms. Yeah. But then I ended up going to a naturopath and she's like, well, we're going to put you on this diet. And I kind of laughed because I had been to a naturopath many times. It's always the diet. It's always gluten. I kind of rolled my eyes. 10 days on this diet. Boom everything went away. And I think she gave me like one natural supplement, but like very, very basic. And I was like, Oh, my God, they almost tried to take my body parts out. And I just needed to change what I ate and not even permanently, it was just like for a little window of time, let the inflammation markers go down and boom. And this is one thing that people don't really look at, they see these things that challenge the narrative, but they don't ask themselves, but do they work? <laughs> Are they working or is your current pharmaceutical is it working um i've been offered a uh i can't remember what what the pill was for i uh, for gut inflammation i had 
all sorts of things going on with the gut and the pill that they gave me was making things worse. So they upped the dosage and upped the dosage. And then I went on Google and the very first thing it said on Google was this medication will increase your symptoms can lead to stomach cancer. And I was like, oh my God, why did they put me on this thing? And I ended up meditating my way out of it, doing yoga, doing breath work, and it had nothing to do with a pill. It was stress, yeah. just stress. Right. And it, so a few things, you know, when people are in pain and suffering, I'm glad we have things for stop gaps, right? Like, I'm glad we have surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we have pain meds so they did you don't have to feel that surgery you know um i think there's some emergency medical procedures and reconstruction that are fantastic you know i love a neurosurgeon cardiovascular surgeon orthopedic surgeons they tend to be your smart ones they tend to be trying to innovate all the time um you have some in the in the field that you can just throw those. You should just throw those entire fields away, as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, because they're worthless, right? The majority of psychiatrists are worthless. You know, the majority of pediatricians are worthless. And people get they're a little shocked when I say that. I'm like, let's let's evaluate what they actually do and how you know, like what they're actually doing, right? Is how successful it is. So I'm glad there's some things in there. Like, okay, we let let's let's stop the pain. Let's stop the temporary. So then we can come in here and think deeper. The problem is they don't think deeper, right? So I'm not opposed to people being on some type of pharmaceutical temporarily. There are actually some pharmaceuticals that are good. There's this occasional thing that you're like, wait, that's not actually working like a drug drug, you know? And I'm gonna sound really weird here that there's a few in particular that opened my mind to accepting like, at first my mission was zero pharmaceuticals. That's the way everybody has to be. Okay. But like, oh, but peptides are okay. And supplements are okay. Or this is, a you know, homeopathy is okay. But like, mm. and so I had a shaman talk to me once about, I was questioning and asking him about why ketamine was doing, used in different dosing for psychiatric issues and what it does, how it raises BDNF, creates new nerve growth, how extraordinary it can be, especially like Alzheimer's. I'm like, this may be one of the most potent things we have for Alzheimer's. Why isn't this being used? Um, ecstasy is like, should be the frontline thing in all emergency rooms or any office when somebody's suicidal. Give them ecstasy instantly. They, 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 they're not suicidal at all. And you don't have to tranquilize them. You don't have to beat them. You don't have to tie them down, strap them at all. And many psychiatrists are pushing for it. They're like, can we please legalize this? This is like the instant cure to stop that crisis. And then let, then we can manage from there, right? So there's certain things that are really interesting. And I was like, God, with that one, I was asking him and I had, all this, I had a lot of judgment, right? Judgment, I hate big pharma. I'm like, they're evil criminals, right? And he goes, well, Stephanie, you know, you play around in different multidimensional realms. I said, yeah. And, and, you know, I've been in them. I've experienced them. I've done things like ayahuasca and, and, and other things. Right. So, and I do different dimensional healing with patients. So I said, yeah. And he goes, how do you not know? Cause I was saying this acts like a plant. How is it possible? This is acting like it's better than mushrooms. Like, I don't, I, I couldn't understand it. And he goes, well, I'm just going to throw this out there to you. 
said, yeah. He goes, how do you know it's not a plant in the angelic realm? And the angels didn't just gift it to us over here through the, through the portal. So we had access to it. And I was like, what? Okay. And there were several other things that, that I see clinically are super potent and they're super effective and they're not just hypoing the hyper or hypering the hypo. So they're effective. Right. And that totally changed my mind where I went, Oh my God. And it's always something that's being used off label. It's off label in a different dose. It wasn't its intention. And then somebody figured out, wait a minute, this, if we do it is really helpful and actually is upregulating the body. So I want to say that caveat where I'm not completely anti all of it. And there can be some smart ways to use some things that technically have a pharmaceutical pinge on it. Right. I don't think, I think like, for example, ketamine should be over the counter. Mm -hmm. I think LDN should be over the counter. I think hormones should be a non-issue to get and other things. So anyway, there's that, but it's a lot more work, right? The system is designed to keep you stressed out, in debt, overwhelmed, working two, three jobs to barely afford a one bedroom apartment for, you know what I mean? Like back in the day, women could stay home, raise the kids. A man could have a job like at a factory, no college degree. I'm from Detroit, big manufacturing city. They could work for Chrysler, GM or Ford and buy a home and have a car and take vacations and have enough food. And everybody was fine. Right now they're working two, three jobs to barely afford a one or two bedroom apartment with with a full family. And so how are you supposed to have time to go deeper, to do breath work, to meditate, to do, you can do all that, you know, to cook, right? It, it's, it's set up to overwhelm people. So they, they just think, I just need the pill. So I really have deep compassion to understand, you know, I know I'm in a special group, a special class that can take all that time that I could spend 40 minutes in my sauna this morning and I can take all my little supplements and I can meditate and I can visualize because I don't punch a clock, mm-hmm. right? Now I've set my life up that way, you know, but it, it definitely takes, not everybody can own their own business. Mm-mm. Not everybody's, not everybody's going to be able to do that. So, so it's this balance of how do we find a way that the mom with three kids and the deadbeat dad, how is she going to be able to manage that? Mm-hmm. Because she's got a kid puking with a fever in the middle of the night and she's got to go to work. And if she doesn't go to work and because the, the kid stays home, she's got to stay home and she's going to lose her job. Like that's, that's what's really going on. And the system is designed to make sure she has no time to think, no time to question. Right. And if she doesn't get a poke, she loses her job on top of all that. Right. Right. So, you know, like I have deep compassion for the situation. And so I don't have any judgment on people when they're making those choices because they don't know any better. And the programming is so big because when I will stop someone and just say, so tell me why you're trying to, why do you want, the fever is the classic example where you're like, so your child has a fever and they're like, yeah, and they're always worried about it and they want to push it down a tunnel. 
why? Please explain to me why you think that baby's body is so deranged that you are literally stopping the cure. But they've, we've been trained, medicine teaches you the body's curing mechanism is the bad thing. They've, they've tricked everybody to the, like, you think the healing is the danger. That's literally the healing mechanism and you're stopping it. You're prolonging this, you're creating cancer. So, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, and it comes from, there's zero trust that the body knows what, it, what, what, what it's doing. I always find this the most fascinating by religious people. I'm like, so you, you'd say you do all this go to church thing. You read the Bible thing. You talk about God, you praise God for all y'all bless. Thank God bless. And thank God. Why do you think God's a moron then? I, I mean, it, it's so incongruent and hypocritical. It blows my mind. I'm like, so God is brilliant and you're perfect, except we clearly can't get rid of a fucking cold. Yeah. Like you're, God is that stupid? If you, you know what I mean? Like they just, when you start, they're like, oh, I never thought of it. I know. It's because you have that white jacket syndrome. Like somebody's in a white jacket, they're smarter than you. And they were just, pro medical school is just trauma. These people are traumatized. You know, it's like military. You know, they have, they're, they're completely overwhelmed, you know, lack of sleep on purpose, stressed out, in debt. It's all by design. And they breed competition and destroying your friend next to you so you can be ranked higher. They win by somebody else losing. It's a disgusting culture. Well, and practically, I think people are so busy, they don't take time for stillness. So if you're not still, if you don't have moments of rest, you yeah. never have a chance to become aware of how you're actually feeling, what your emotional state is like. Because what I notice is like there's obvious illness, but most people have no idea actually how unwell their bodies are, how stressed out they are, because we're so overstimulated. And I, I hear this in the voice of clients, I call it the chicken or the zombie. The zombie's more obvious, right? It sounds like burnt out. I gotta go do this and then this thing, like that's someone that's burnt out, right? But I find, especially women, there's a lot of chickens out there and they think they're fine. But they're like, I woke up at five and then I did my workout and then I fasted and then I have to go volunteer for four or five things. And I'm not really sleeping well, but it's totally fine. And then I have this event and they're forgetting everything. They're yeah, wondering yeah. why they're gaining weight. They're wondering why their hips are starting to ache. They're not quite sick enough to know that they are sick, but they're not well. And then when I tell them that they need to just slow down, uh, no, I'm too busy. I can't, I don't need it. I'm fine. And running is my rela relaxation. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> You're still amping yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. We get addicted to the, the hormones and the neurotransmitters. They're, they're very addictive. And, and that's a, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Depends on which ones you've gotten addicted to. Cause you can clearly get addicted to cortisol. You can clearly get addicted to, you know, people can be very addicted to anger. Um, they can be very addicted to it, to the stress uh, response. Um, and again, this is all by design. So a briefly explained brainwaves, slow to fast is Delta, very slow, then a little bit faster is theta, a little bit faster is alpha, a little bit faster is beta. Then we have much faster gamma. All of those have the beta and the gamma, we have sub partitions of how fast they go. Um, 
what we're supposed to spend the majority of our time in is alpha. Alpha is neutral. It's this eight to 12 hertz, very neutral. Like think of it like a stick shift in a car. Like it is literally neutral. Delta is like first gear, theta is like second. Okay. Um, but at least in America, Western world, which has spread itself like an infection everywhere. <laughs> if I believe in infection, I don't, but um, like, it's all about beta. Everything is to be a worker, be productive. Beta is fast and it's completely externally focused. It's, you cannot be internally focused or self-aware when you're in, in functioning beta. But beta is produce, 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 make, make, make. Out here, out here, out here. It takes a tremendous amount of energy to stay in beta. It will burn you out. Then when you're in a high beta, so if you've had to run at this fifth gear, you're going to shift yourself in a sixth gear sometime, which is high beta, which is anxiety. You're only designed to go there for a short period of time. <laughs> you really, If you're going to be in beta, you need to be right in the middle, pretty neutral, pretty slow, mid-range. Um, you know, so delta and theta are inside daydream. Theta is daydreaming, creativity, intuition. So Taoist culture does everything the exact opposite. We start at beta. We want people to be in beta all the time. Work, work, work. Think, think, think. Don't go inside. It wastes, meditate. Sitting and doing nothing. What a waste of time. That's alpha. Do nothing. There's literally no thoughts. That's meditation. Theta, that's daydreaming. That's looking at the clouds. That's imagination. That's getting lost in deep inside. We hate it so much. We call it ADHD and we drug people. We put them on crystal meth. We legally make people meth heads. Mm -hmm. See, but it works. I'm like, well, I'd be more productive on meth too. What is the matter with you guys? But you put an eight-year-old on that? And you think it's medication? No, pumpkin. It's called meth. And you're going to be shocked at 25 when he's suicidal? No shock. Because no. that's coming. All right? So Dallas culture, they start at theta. They, they say everything should come from dreams and intuition and inside yourself. So when you're in theta, you're very aware of how you feel. You're very, babies are born in all delta, by the way. That's why they sleep all the time. It's deep sleep. And so you slowly open up to those brain waves as you age. Infants don't have a bunch of beta. They don't, they don't make it. They're, they're delta and theta because all they care about is their mother and the breast. Everybody else can go to hell. So we age and we start to become more externally focused. So the system is built. And so people then are stuck in fifth and sixth gear. And they literally do not know how to downshift. And people like you teaching yoga and meditation and breath work and grounding and all these things that are free. People have a hard time valuing free. They just can't believe it could work unless I'm that's, which is why I think people have to pay me. I can say the same thing at a party for free. They won't do anything. They come and they pay a thousand dollars. They'll do everything I say. I'm like, I didn't say anything different than I said at the party but you wouldn't do it. So you didn't value it until you gave me money, you know? So back to like why all that stuff works because eight to 12 Hertz is alpha. That is where you heal. That is where we have that parasympathetic dominance that we're supposed to be in the rest and digest and heal everything. That is what the entire frequency of the planet oscillates in, by the way. Mm -hmm. So 
we are supposed to be entrained into alpha by everything. The terrestrial land, the ionosphere, that's what Schumann resonance is, you know, everything. The land is at 9.6, the air is at 7.83. In general, everything is alpha. All animals, all humans are supposed to be in, in alpha, massive alpha all the time. But our, all of our technology is at frequencies well beyond gamma. Moving at fre frequencies, the system has never had any ability to tolerate. So it is speeding everybody up and going back into nature is the way to start combating this. And then everybody goes, but who has time to go for a walk in the woods? Well, you need to find the time and becoming, you know, as aberrant and errant and defiant to the system is the way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I say, everybody, the more people can say, fuck the cubicle, fuck the nine to five go for a walk, go in nature, spend time with your kids again, play, laugh, have pleasure, have sex. You know, you don't, we were not here to work 80 hours a week and maybe get a year of retirement fun. Mm -hmm. How horrible is that system? It's disgusting, quite frankly, mm -hmm. right? Pleasure alone will heal people. Yeah. Pleasure is healing. That is flow state. Mm -hmm right? Enjoyment and joy, that'll get you further in life as far as healing your issues than even, you know, exercise and diet and all that. People make something like, oh, when's the last time you had fun? Like, oh, that's one of the first things I say with, with adult patients. Like, well, you're married. I'm like, okay, when's the last time you guys had sex? I mean, the look on their face, they're coming to me for Crohn's. And I'm like, I hear you, but when's the last time you guys had sex? Yeah. Because that should be happening a lot. Horniness is a health metric to me. It's a yeah. massive health metric. You know, in longevity world where I'm also there, we talk about life, you know, lifespan. And then we realize who cares about lifespan if you don't have health span, right? Who wants to be 90 and can't know anything and is in a diaper? Nobody. You want to be banging still. You know what I mean? So that we started coining the term health span. And then we realized there's a little bit more there we should start coining the term brain span because people really are freaked out by Alzheimer's. But I just said to a friend of the day, I think we need to start talking about sex span because every male patient I have, that's really all he cares about. I, I keep talking about dementia and Alzheimer's with them. They're like, I don't, I don't hear what you're saying. I said, I'm going to say it like this. Is your cock hard? No, you want to, that's all I care about. That's all I care about, Dr. Remka. Can you make that harder? I'm like, yes, I can actually. So put the donut down and lift some weights. Honestly, when I say that, oh, okay, they'll do anything I say if I say it will make you have better sex with your wife. That's really all they care about because that is their sign of virility and strength and youth. And it's true. I'm like, I, I asked the question, so are you still waking up with a heart on? And if they say no, we have work to do. When I get that happening, I'm like, I think we're done because that inflammation is gone. Cardiovascular health will be good. Hormones are strong. He won't have belly fat. He won't have visceral fat. Like I I've done my job. It's very easy with a man. I'm like, oh, well, that's a pretty obvious signal. So are we good? Is it like when you're 18? That's what we're going for. And that's, and so you're like, yeah, because women hear me when I say Alzheimer's, women hear me when I say that, that might be the thing to put the donut and alcohol down. They don't want to have that. Men don't care as much. They, they, they're like, I, I just want to be still having sex. I'm like, okay. And that, but it's, that's where we're at. And so people, we've, 
we don't even talk about that. People don't realize orgasms heal them. Mm -hmm. totally. We're in this weird time and space too, where we're not allowed to talk about weight loss. And oh, yeah. I, I believe everyone should yeah. love themselves. I believe you should love yourself yeah. any shape, size. It's not that. Mm -hmm. We're pretending like obesity isn't bad for us now, which yeah. is wild. We know that it's like one of yeah. the primary risk factors for people that die of COVID. We know that it affects the hormones. We know that it affects your sex drive. Um, you know, like- It causes more death than, than almost everything else because it is a primary cause of, you know, look at diabetes, metabolic syndrome. Uh, number one cause of death is cardiovascular disease here. And number two is cancer. Nah, both caused by obesity. Um, they're both, they're, Alzheimer's is obesity of the brain, basically. It's insulin resistance. So this obsession with sweets and alcohol and stress, overworking and not sleeping, thinking I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, it, it, that is the dumbest thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like, oh man, like it's not how we were designed. This, this, you're not a robot. You're not a machine. And the, to me, again, it's part of a lot of the transhumanistic uh, agenda uh, to turn people into modulated cyborgs that see, we can implant you with something and then you don't need to sleep. See, we can implant you with, we can change your genetics and make you smarter. Well, we can give your kids blue eyes and make them tall. Like what? I mean, they literally are doing surgeries on people. People are spending money to make themselves taller. Are we serious right now? I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the movie Gattaca happening right before our eyes. It's that's, that's what's going on. Designer babies, change the genetics, you know, looking for this, whatever. Right. So yeah, it, it, I, I absolutely. And I have avoided the weight loss space for a really long time and it's gone to, there is anorexia, uh, bulimia. Um, and you know, we see those, we recognize those, those are eating disorders. We're, we're very clear. We understand somebody who's five foot 11 woman who's 67 pounds is about to die. She has a mental illness. Mm -hmm. Why don't we see a 400 pound person and understand that that's an eating disorder and that's a mental illness. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're supposed to have some shame around that. And I, I've been one of those said, like, I'm sorry, that's not healthy. It's an organ, white fat tissue is an endocrine organ. It makes hormones, it makes signals. There's communication from it to the brain directly. And it's, it's very intelligent what it's doing. It's not just this dumb blob on us. We are very clear, any organ like the thyroid or the pancreas or the adrenals or ovaries or testicles, if they become five times the size of normal, we are like, that's a danger crisis. It's a, we call it's a goiter. They're going to do drug and surgical interventions. It could kill you. Very dangerous. A pituitary uh, tumor, you get the pituitary gland become, right? It's giantism. Mm -hmm. That's why Tony Robbins is so damn big. He had a tumor. Okay. So that's very matter of fact to people. Well, your white fat tissue is an endocrine organ. Why would you think it could become five to 10 to 50 times the size it's supposed to be and you're not sick? But we've normalized it under this ridiculous body positivity movement um, that is just letting people, driving them into 
mediocrity and brain destruction. Because we're very clear, the data is 100% obvious. The bigger your waist gets, the smaller your brain size goes. That's how it works. Hmm. So I told you they want to dumb you down. Before we even got on this call, I told you that um, I haven't worked out at all in three weeks because we've been traveling. It's like a crazy work season, just being December before Christmas, where I normally do it every day. I have like pretty good eating habits, everyday exercise. I feel horrendous. Like everything is seizing up. I can like barely squat down. I felt like I had like gout all of a sudden. I was like, dear God, people do this all the time. And I have just a little bit of extra weight right now. And that's from being sedentary for three weeks, just yeah, three weeks. Yeah. And people yeah. will go it's lymphatic. It gets congested. Everything gets backed up. You know, movement, we are designed to move a lot, mm -hmm. right? And if we didn't live in such an abnormal, technologically advanced, comfortable situation, we wouldn't need to deliberately exercise. That is because of how comfortable we live. You know, we have hot water and air conditioning and heat and houses and, you know, they got, they got little machines that clean your floor for you at this point. I mean, literally people don't even sweep, <laughs> you know, that's how lazy we are. Yeah. People don't grocery shop. I mean, they, you just pick up a phone and do this. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, do you do anything? Like, <laughs> I heard about these mechanical sex machines. I was like, what did you just say to me? They're like, oh, you can buy this thing. I'm like, are you guys nuts? <laughs> and like now with this metaverse stuff, I'm like, good God, people are going to put goggles on and they're going to lay there like in that movie, Idiocracy. They're going to pipe in a damn IV, you know, food going into their blood and they're going to like live in porn land in a, in a, with a goggles on and yeah. literally do nothing real. And, and that's what they're, that's, that's by design. You I feel like the lockdown one of those goggles on my face, right? Yeah. So movement is absolute medicine. And, you know, it takes, I work with a lot of really sick people. And so let me be real clear. When you've got fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, you got that the diagnosis, uh, MS, mold illness, you're, or you're 300 pounds or, or bigger, exercise is real, real hard. Mm -hmm. I don't start people actually there at all. You can do a lot with food, very specific nutraceuticals, you know, getting, usually they're, they're starving. We have to do some supplementation and then we can do signal molecules, peptides, some very unique nutraceuticals that can really move the dial balance thing. Just like your naturopath gave you, you can do a lot really easily and comfortably. I usually add to people before I take away. Nobody likes me to take their things. I'm like, well, can I get you to eat some meat three times a day? They're like, oh, I thought it was bad for me. No, pumpkin. That's the part of the clown world lie to starve you and make you stupid. So let's let's get steak and eggs back out. And let's, they're like, I can have bacon. That's why that's why men love me. They go, wait, you're telling me I can have steak and I should have sex more. I said, that's exactly what I said. They're like, God, I just this is you're the greatest doctor ever. Tell me what to do. I'm going to go home and tell, can you tell my wife? I said, get her on the phone. I said, look, pumpkin, <laughs> go get some testosterone, do what you got to do. Rub the testosterone on both y'all, but you need to start eating some steak and some oysters and getting back at it. Go on a date. Okay. So I like, that's what I literally start. So I start adding and then it can, makes it easier. They're like, I don't even want the wine anymore. I'm like, right. I don't even need that candy. I know. Okay, great. Now let's pull it away. Now, then we get concerned. Then, cause you can hack and build muscle with just food signals, right? And just 
peptides and other things, right? And then I say, okay, now we're going to start moving. And for some of you, that's walking to your mailbox three times a day. And then it's going to the corner, you know, but you're get you're stagnant, you know. So what the you the trick you need to learn, because just because you're busy for three weeks doesn't mean you shouldn't have exercised, right? You could have you could have consciously moved your body really effectively in 10 minutes a day. So that's the next little piece totally. of learning for you. It's like, okay, now I know what this feels like, which is a really great lesson. You listen to your body, it's given you what you needed. The symptoms are your message, they are the healer. And so you know how not to just cover up the sig signal. You listen, you go, oh, look how I feel. Mm -hmm. And you're not shaming your body. You're saying, mm, that's on me. I didn't take care of it. I got you. And what you need, people need to do is I apologize. I run a fat loss group right now with 500 people in it. And one of the exercises I give them is to write a letter by hand in cursive. You should do everything by hand. You should do everything in cursive because that brings a left and right hemisphere of your brain congruent. Printing is left hemisphere only. Very masculine, very logical linear. takes the whole feminine holistic hemisphere out. There's a reason they're taking away cursive writing. So if you mm -hmm. hear nothing from this for your children, you make them learn cursive. Period. Because that's a whole brain. <clears throat> so I, it's a whole letter to the body, basically apologizing. Very short. But like, wow, I'm so sorry, dear body. I mean, that's I've got a whole little script for them. I I'm sorry, I haven't been listening to you. You have been screaming at me for years. I didn't understand how wise you were. I, I, I hear you now. I've let you down. You didn't let me down. In your infinite wisdom, you've always been doing everything in my best interest. I will now listen to you. I will pay attention and I will give you what you need. I make this promise and this vow. I will not give up. And thank you for never giving up on me. You've always been here. You've always been resilient. You've always done the right thing. That is 100% the opposite message you get from Rockefeller Medicine. Yeah. They don't believe in any of that. So these are the kinds of things I go through telling them like, okay, you need to claim back that your body is divine and, and, and infinite and brilliant. And it is never, I have people who come and they hate their bodies. But they feel their body has failed them. I'm like, oh, no, you have failed, actually. You did it. And you're going to have to take ownership of that. It's not a blame or shame situation. Like, you can't keep putting it off over here on some magical whatever. I'm like, we got to, okay, I screwed up. What do I do now? How do I, how do, I do it better next time? How do I make amends? Right? So there's a lot you can do with that to, to really get it going. And in the fat loss world, you know, the reality is people want to ignore the number one driver of all of this. Yes, our hormones have been manipulated. Yes, you've been poisoned to death from all the injections. Yes, the, the food, the GMO. I mean, it's really bad. God only knows what they're putting in the sky from the planes and all the other things that are, you know, there's definite issues. But a really big part of that whole piece is trauma. Hmm. And there are a lot of people who put that weight on for emotional protection. And unless we, I dive into it and we need to talk about it and like, why is that? And there seems to be this one group that I really have a hard time with. And I've talked with many therapists. Um, they seem to break the physiology laws and rules. If they've gone through a severe trauma, physical, it's almost always physical. It's been um, like shaken baby syndrome with broken bones, um, severe physical abuse from a parent or sexual abuse, 
before the age of about 10 or 12, those people seem to be, when they're obese, like they don't lose weight the same. They don't have diabetes. They don't have metabolic syndrome. They don't, they won't have high cholesterol. Their labs will look so bizarre, like normal compared to other people. And then they, they defy the laws of weight loss. It's a really interesting thing because it's coming from such deep, deep trauma and a deep protective mechanism of, I need this weight to be safe in this world. It's like a barrier. You know, keep people, right. To either keep people away from me, to be able to withstand blows, to make sure no one rapes me again. Um, it's all unconscious. But it's really the body's like, I got it. Cause this it even happens real young. It there's it seems, and I I've they they are the hardest to work with. And I pretty much have figured out I've got to go right after trauma. Um, and it takes a while sometimes for me to hear that story, for them to even see how what their dad did to them from six to ten years old is why this is happening now at 40 and why they can't do it, why it's so hard. Because shedding a lot of weight, hundreds of pounds, will change how the world interacts with you. And people need to be ready for that. And often, especially women, are not ready for that amount of sexual energy and sexual attention. And they've, the being invisible part has been a blessing for them. So there's a lot that goes into it outside of you know, what you eat and how you move. Um, I want to make that clear. And that's what I focus a lot on. It is when I see people just talking about calories in, calories out, nonsense. Yeah, good luck with that. That's that's non-reality. That's good for a biohacking man who, you know, just got fat because he drinks too much beer and plays too much video games. But that's not the majority of what I deal with in, in, in practice. I've learned so much from both you and Sarah Klein. Is it Klein? Kleiner? Kleiner. Kleiner. Um, you know, as someone that's been in natural health and in wellness, uh, I think there was a lot of years there where I thought I was doing all the right things, but I definitely was in that elevated go, go, go state. That was one thing. I was eating vegan and what I've been doing, I'm not full carnivore, but I've dramatically done a lot of... <laughs> I've made some big changes that were really hard for me because I loved those addictions, even supplementation. Like I kind of wanted the pill to fix it, but things that I dramatically had to change was I was fasting in the morning. I was having coffee. I was exercising and then I'd eat at noon, which everyone tells you is the right thing to do. There was lots of You're a 25 year old guy that works awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and it never worked, but I kept it up for years. And now I'm waking up just having water, making myself eat breakfast right away, which I kind of hate. And it's like eggs yeah. and bacon and fat, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. no cardio, just weights and way less of it. Yeah. And yeah. the screens, uh, no screens in the morning, no screens at night um, and making it. It's I teach meditation. I have to make it's make myself go because I love getting carried away with those with those brain waves. So I have to really like discipline myself to say it's not easy. I just do it in the same way that cold water is not easy. Um, not having coffee all the time is not easy. Eventually it is right. But this is where and this is what I hear from the work they do. Like I really had to own 
okay, you got to change some things. This actually isn't working. <laughs> why are you, why are you still doing it? Right. That's, it's just really listening. It comes down to like, everybody, you, your body is telling you everything you need really all the time, but we become so disconnected from nature and so disconnected from listening. They, again, it starts very young to tell you you're deranged. You shouldn't listen. That's not really happening. Take this pill to cover it up. It is behavior that if any, if we did in any other arena, you, everybody would look at you like you're the biggest moron on earth. If like, if your car beeped and said, low on gas, no gas. And you, we all have that little thing. It does that. And you just kept driving and you didn't actually get gas. You just ignored the signal. It's telling you, you just, I don't care about that. And you, you break the fuse. So no sound comes anymore. Okay. I don't hear anything. And then you keep running out of gas. Everyone's going to look at you like AAA or like, are you an idiot or something? I mean, literally who, who does that? That's what we do with our bodies though. Every time you take something to just, Oh, I took that, you know, I took NyQuil, you know, no, no, I'm coughing. Why? You're trying to cough to get something out of you. You literally are trying to cough to get, expel a poison. Mm -hmm. And you stop that? Where do you think it's going to go? Oh, uh, you, you know, you're just going to like absorb it. It's going to go around and keep doing bad stuff to you, right? Like, wh why would you want to do that? Why would you want whatever it's trying to get out to go into your blood and like go to your eyeball? Mm -hmm. Seems kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. But that's, but when they teach you, you're stupid and you should not trust your body and you should trust this guy in a jacket with these little pills, then you know, oh, okay, they'll, they'll fix it. I, I'm, I'm clearly so dumb and they're clearly the savior, right? You know, when Sarah came to me <laughs> a few years ago, she was waking up early, doing all the exercise and it, all vegetarian shit. I was like, okay, are you ready for what I'm going to say? And she was like, I'll do anything. I can't handle this. I said, okay, because I'm going to blow your mind here. Because one, you're not waking up in the, there's no more alarm. She was like, what? I, you're not going to the gym anymore. So you're not working. And the, her, all was about losing weight. So she wanted to lose weight, you know, uh, I mean, 20 pounds, something like that. I don't know but that, like, how women are, right? I said, okay. So you can't, you're, you're sleeping in. You're no longer working out. You're not doing any cardio. And you can't have any more of these fruit veggie juices and you're going to start eating a crap ton of meat. I would prefer if you actually went carnivore. Now she's a, you know, yoga instructor. She was like, what? I said, yeah. And then you're just going to like, you know, take a nap and stuff like that. She was like, I don't even know what you just said to me. I'm like, I know. Right. <laughs> and she so was so desperate. She goes, that sounds like I'm, I'm like insanity. It's so opposite. I said, I know. But see, you feel like crap. She goes, I do. Everything they do, I just feel worse. I said, right. So we're going to do opposite. It's opposite day. Let's do it for 30 months. And I'm going to add one thing to you, a hormone balancing thing. Um, this is all I want you to do. Okay. And in 90 days, her life was completely transformed and she's never gone back. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, it took me a lot longer to teach her about light. You know, we kept doing it in the blue blockers. And I'd be like, Sarah, you know, two years later, oh, I'm like, honey, I told you that two years ago. I know I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know? So yeah. So she just took all my courses where I go over this. I do really long courses, um, 90 days at a time, because I really feel like people cannot really get it done. Sure. But 
I do know that sometimes it's a challenge for some people. So I'm revamping my whole e-learning center and I'm going to start offering. I'm going to pull out really big things. Hopefully by January, we'll have it done. We'll have a lot more 21 day um, type of option. So it's a little bit faster for people to get through, at least get that jump start because you really have to do things pretty consistently to have really good results. But as you know, for three weeks of not doing anything or a month, you can really feel bad. So taking about three weeks to do something, you can start to feel good and you can start to say, oh, now I get it. Now I get why I should keep going. Um, sometimes for me, asking for the three month uh, commitment up front is a little challenging for women because I run a whole a year long program, really. It's broken into three courses um, that are 90 days each and they all build on each other. The three R's about getting women back into their bodies through it's rest, restore, renew. I do. I'm, I'm pretty much, you got to eat three times a day, <laughs> a lot of meat and you're going to stop. They're like, Oh God, I'm like, there's no fasting that I took away your fasting. I took, you know, and she was like, uh, but I didn't take away coffee at first. I said, Nope, no, we're going to start with a few things only. And yeah. trust me, this will be so profound. You're going to be mind blown. Right. And then the next course I take them into is bringing them kind of more into their mind and spiritual selves. And then the next one is pure spirit, pranic, shamanic, interactive, experiential stuff. So you'll be crying and trauma work and stuff like that. So it's a whole kind of year long journey um, that women often take with me. But like it starts long. So I got to get some 21 day courses built out for people to so make it a little bit easier so they can get a taste of me um, and those results. And I do a lot of that second course is all electromagnetic medicine, mitochondria, um, quantum, you know, biology, the, the, the stuff I do with patients, but I offer it in a course that people can, it's designed to teach you to not get gaslit when you go to the doctor. I go over labs and brain maps and case studies. I show them case studies. Let me show you this pre and post. Let me explain to you how, what you're supposed to ask your doctor. You know, these are the labs you want. This is what you do. And so I've had, I just had a woman just last week send me a message and saying, I just want to tell you, I took the 3R and the M1 and that says, and you saved my life. And I was like, what? She's not a patient. And I hear that from patients, which is, what I learned in that M1, when you went through, and I do Zooms, I do like group support in there, forced me to look at my labs differently and ask my doctor different questions. Turns out you were right. I had cancer and they, they completely blew it off, you know, and because I knew how to stand up for myself, how to ask the right questions, how to push them. And I didn't let them bully me. It now I'm cancer-free. I did it. I did all this stuff like, because, but it was because I took that course and now I know how to discern what's really going on in this messed up system. Cause I get, you're going to have to deal with the medical system. You know, we're all going to end up in a hospital at some point for something, you know, you got to learn to deal with them and you got to learn how to protect yourself. And that's what my second course is really all about. I'm like, I don't want you getting screwed again by these, by these people. Let me tell you how to do it the right way. You know, you need to learn to understand your own stuff and then, don't let them bully you, you know, so. This is really good timing that you mentioned that. Um, I was doing an Instagram live to help a mother out in Ontario whose baby was totally fine, but the hospital wanted to put her under and do an unnecessary procedure. And she was just asking just to wait. She's like, the baby is 100%. Can we just wait? I'll stay here as long as you guys want. 
and they called child and family services on her and eventually just put backed her into such a corner um she thought her baby was going to get taken away from her and she was a naturopath and she was educated and we did everything we could to help her but eventually she was just too terrified and I think 5,000 people watched that live and the amount of messages I got after of people saying that exact same thing happened to me and there was nothing wrong with the kid or there was nothing wrong with me. And I just didn't know what to ask. I didn't know who to reach out for in terms of like legal, for example. And, you know, the doctors just told them like, we are almighty and powerful. And I want to just say that the caveat, I, I also know and love some doctors close to me that I think are genuinely good people. But this particular situation is really terrifying. And the baby's dad, uh, who also didn't want to sign the consent form, was a doctor. And he said, the hospital has made $50,000 so far on you being there. And that test they want to do is going to make them another $10,000. And there's no way they're going to let you leave without that. And my mind was just blown. Yeah, so, it's, like that. that's the, probably the most dangerous situation. It, I've, I've even been a little bit stunned in the last year at seeing how aggressive um, hospitals and child protective services are, how they're, how they work together and, and to me, quite criminal behavior. And I don't actually have the solution for that because it, it is, it is a, there are some violent, dangerous situations, and it's part of this movement of, you know, the state owns your children. Yeah. And sadly, a lot of the young people are very confused about this concept, and they're almost okay with it, with the whole magical sounding words of universal health care. And I, I think that sounds lovely. Right. I think I don't think people should be, you know, the number one cause of bankruptcy in America, medical bills. Mm -hmm. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. No one should file bankruptcy or lose their house because they chose to get chemo. No, you you know, they needed they wanted a heart replacement or whatever. I don't care what it is. I I don't want to judge anybody's uh, therapeutic choices, you know. But that is the number that is the well-known number one reason like that's disgusting and the amount of abundance we have the amount of money we have i mean what the hell did they just send to ukraine you know or whatever they did like there's no reason for this that people should be going in debt to not die you know to save their leg you know to help you know so so that being said what i've seen in terms of what the police and child protective services have done um, all over the world. It, it is horrifying. And I can't imagine being in that situation. And I don't know the actual answer other than you trying to scoop that baby up and run the hell out of there and grab your gun and, you know, hide it in the woods, right? Because it's, or the movement, don't go to a hospital, don't get a birth certificate. Well, and the more people that are empowered with essential information, um, the better. This is why I think conversations are so important. This is why I think it's incredibly important what you're doing uh, with your website and your Instagram and these online courses. Like I know people listening right now can already pick out four or five courses that they'd probably want to sign up for right now. Um, If people want to learn 
more from you, where, where do they go find you? Where do they reach out to you? Uh, my main website will take you to, you know, my courses or upcoming retreats, things like that, that I might, I don't have anything on the books right now. The last one we did was South Africa Safari and it was amazing. Um, uh, brainandbodysolutions.com. That's my practice name, or it's just Dr. Rimka, D-R-R-I-M-K-A. I'm the only one in the world, drrimka.com. Um, that'll take you to my online store where I've curated a bunch of, you know, really great um, home tech devices, healing devices, things that I think are important, things I use that I own in my home. I think the more people, and I do a lot of this in my M1 course, teach you the stuff we do that we can't talk about. I have a lot of things that I do. I am not allowed to talk about publicly. I can't do it on social media. That's part of my agreement with these companies. They do not want any attention. They don't want the FDA or FTC after them. They want to be invisible, you know? So there's lots of healing devices and lots of secrets that we're using that I can only reveal inside patient appointments. And I'm booked till April. No one can get in with me. Um, we're, we're overdone at this point. Uh, but I reveal a lot of them in my courses. I'm like, you really need to have this in your house. You really need this and this and this. And I'm a huge fan of owning a thing because then you own it. It's a device. Like for one, for example, I can easily speak of like home um, ozone, right? To be able to do rectal ozone, ear insufflation, bagging, you should, you should have that. Okay. So that way you can avoid, you want to keep out of a doctor's office or a hospital as much as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. You want that for the last resort. Absolutely. So, but you're not going to learn about all these things that you could own in your own home that you don't have to keep buying over and over again. You just kind of, you know, plug it into a wall or have batteries and boost, help your immune system, help gut health, help brain function, regrow mitochondria. There's so many interesting things. And if we bypass the FDA, which is a lobbying bribery company situation, you can get the same things for a quarter of the price. But they're usually going to come out of Canada, Germany, some other, you might take it to, you might take a month for it to get to you because we, we have to ship things in multiple packages. There's a little bit of stuff that goes into doing this because they're trying to stop, you know, mm -hmm. things that work. I have, I know doctors that they've gone like to Germany and you've got to like buy the thing and like have it shipped in multiple parts. So we, they don't know the machine we were buying that's actually healing people and you can't have it on your website. You can't talk about it publicly. Yeah. You know, that's where we're at though. I mean, when you saw offices being raided, IV clinics that were doing vitamin C and glutathione Myers cocktail bags and the COVID police came and shut them down. That should have told you everything you needed to know. Or vitamin D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was pretty intense. You know, uh, what, what some offices went through the like, what the FBI rated them the doctor uh, seriously it happens in front of friends of mine. I know doctors and they've had their bank account shut down. Literally couldn't take money anymore. How are you supposed to practice? You know, you know what I mean? Like, this is real. These are mm -hmm. friends of mine. I'm in a whole, I got a whole like signal and WhatsApp communicator. Like what? Like, <gasps> we just, you know, and they're all functional root cause places that are trying to help people. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and this is where we're at. And if people don't kind of wake up to what the game really is and how you need to get as much of, of the, that kind of ammunition to take care of yourself, I go over real basic. You better have castor oil. You better have turpentine. You better, there's a whole bunch of things that are real simple. And then there's some that are high tech. And I have a lot of it public in my store. Some's a little bit more private that are, I have to use the courses to teach you about and how to use them and how to get them just because we're being watched. We're in a kooky world right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have two worlds. It's two or three worlds. You know, people need to be okay with there's different earths happening and, and be okay. I think my, my, probably my biggest advice, people, you know, I get questions of how do you recover from the V, you know, the, the jab, how do you do this? How do whatever? A lot of it is really a very spiritual frequency journey. You have to increase your frequency and your resonance. You have to move up that pillar of consciousness yourself. And you really can create, I just had a conversation with a friend of mine and he was like, Stephanie, I now I got to worry about like, he can't, he's like, he's trying to find a woman. He's like, can you help me? He's like, he's a black man. And he goes, you know, black culture, everybody, everybody's jabbed. I can't find a woman that's untainted now. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. I'm like, David, let me, let me see. Cause real good looking. I was like, okay, we looking for He's like, somebody pure blooded, clean. I'm like, okay. He goes, now I got to worry about if she slept with somebody and if it's going to say, I said, okay, let me stop you. Yeah. We don't need to be paranoid. What you need to do is clean your field and your frequency so strong that you're impenetrable. I'm not worried or scared about being around people who've been, I don't have any of that in me. What are you talking about? Like you could say they got leprosy. I'm, all, I'm like, I don't, has everybody lost their mind? They don't want to be around somebody with a fever or something. I said, are you crazy? What does the matter with you people? So I'm going to take care of anybody. I don't care what they got going on. I touch it. I'm not, I'm catching nothing because that my mind says, mm -hmm. I'm not getting it. I'm fine. I, this my frequency is here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna raise them up. So you really need to work on that. With I am healthy, I am whole, I am divine. And if you can't, you know, there are techniques to go underneath into your unconscious. You know, psych K, hypnosis, EFT, tons of them. The deep states, neural feedback. You can change the tape recording script that was given to you as a child around you're broken or I'm not strong enough or whatever's going on. You can do things about that. But if you just clean that up, you'll then understand you will only attract and you will only actually see what's in your, that, in that same frequency. I don't even see other things. People tell me, I go, what are you talking about? I, I don't see that. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like certain people and things are just invisible to me now. I, I really sometimes think I'm walking around like, I don't, I don't, I didn't see, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And my friend said to me, she says, I don't even see the people in the mask anymore. They're invisible to me. So we don't even see people. I go places. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, were there people there in the max? Really? I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. So we call them NPCs, you know, non-player characters. Mm -hmm. I don't even see them anymore. They're just <laughs> code. They're just coded zeros and ones that I'm like, I don't know. That's not even a human, is it? I don't even know what that is. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so because I've trained myself, my reticular activating system doesn't even see it. I don't want to see it. So Every now and then when somebody sends me a message or an article, I'm like, why are you sending me? I don't want to see that. I could yeah. care less. I don't want any of that toxicity in my system. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really careful about that. People can understand nutrition is everything coming into you. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you touch. So I really guard 
what comes into my system from the books I listen to, the podcasts I listen to, anything I see on social media. I don't like it. It's gone. Goodbye. 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 I don't announce it like a moron. I just unfollow, unfollow. I don't like what I'm seeing. Nope. Yeah. Not, not raising my vibration. So I'm a tap out. Yeah. Because we are going to see two very unique worlds. And I almost feel like he's going to be like, I agree. They're in some bubble. I'm like, what is that bubble? Who are there people? Over there? <laughs> you know, like, like that's where we're going and you need to be okay. And you can't drag them because you can't change the whole system. And if anybody's still trying to do that, you will drive yourself into the ground. You're not going, you can change your reality. You can change your system. And then your system's going to bring in your tribe. And you only need your tribe. That's it. And you can have an amazing life despite what's going on because it's there to distract you and to pull you back into that matrix of nonsense that's going to program you. You need to be as deviant, as errant, as uncontrollable from that system as possible. And it does start with how you think. Dr. Rimka, we are very much aligned on this. Thank you so much. I can bring you back for, I can see five extra episodes. <laughs> we can go down all the rabbit holes. Yeah. We could talk, depending on what your people want, you know, we could be like, we could just, we could talk ADHD one day. We could talk autism one day. We could talk health, you know, or like this was our first time and people get to know me or whatever. But, um, you know, I do do a lot of free information on Instagram. I have to be careful. I've been kicked off many times and whatever. I've learned to say, it's a game. Let me play their little game mm -hmm. and say what I can say that you can read between the lines of what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, you clear, it's very clear, you know, what I believe in basically, <laughs> but I have to use code and that, and that should tell everybody everything they need to know. Mm -hmm. But by the way, newsflash to the new people in this wake up movement, we haven't been able to talk about vaccines for 30 years. Yeah. You, you know, doctors are being murdered over this, suicided, we call it for a very long time. This is not a thing we can publicly talk about. You know, you have to be like, well, and code and blah, blah, mm. kind of a thing. And if you do talk about it, you know, you'd be prepared that you're going to be eviscerated publicly. Absolutely. You got to be ready for it. You know, you know, I lost a lot of money when COVID thing, I, you know, I was, I've lost friends. I've lost some money. I've lost some doctors that are you know, like, what? And I'm like, oh man. Okay. That's okay. And that's okay. You know, yeah. um, it's fine. You, it's, it's a gift. I see this as a great blessing where people are now questioning things that they never questioned before. But as you know, mm -hmm. we, so we can say, this is not new. This has just gotten so obvious. You can see it now. I think that's amazing. I think the shifting of kind of separating, you know, the, the groups is actually, it's been a, it's, it's a good thing. Same here. Dr. Rimka, I'm going to put all the links in our show notes. So anyone that's listening that if you want to connect, if you want to learn more, um, it'll be there um, or send me a DM on Instagram. Um, thank you so much. I learned thank so you. much today. Thank you. I'm definitely going to be diving into some courses here myself. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm going to make them a little better. I, I got to do a little bit of 
you know, because I know you do some stuff too. And once you like put them out, you're like, oh, I guess it's time to audit things and kind of do do some do some updates. I want to keep things current because people need people need help. And group courses are really affordable ways of getting access to somebody that you know, like, yeah, hey, it's a couple hundred bucks, you guys. My my first visit is a whole lot more than that. <laughs> so you know, and you can't get in anyway. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. Um, so I want to start doing a lot more group things, group courses in the new year. That's what that's what will be coming. Group formats where there's live engagement with me weekly on Zoom. Um, so it's a little bit more than than a, than a do-it-yourself course. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be very health-based actually going through a protocol. And then you'll be able to heal and ask questions and get coaching and we can modify things. I'm going to do that in a group setting very, very well. Okay. So that'll be coming. So that's what's coming up hopefully in the next couple of months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Okay. Thank you. Friends. Um, I learned so much in that episode. I'm going to have to dig into Dr. Rimka's courses here in the new year. I can't wait. I've recently bought a red light. I actually am in her weight loss program trying out some new nutraceuticals and I really like the idea of doing a little less eating some bacon sleeping in that sounds like a health program that I can do (laughs) if you want to find out more about Dr. Rimka check the show notes I have some links Uh, you can find her at brainandbodysolutions.com or on her Instagram Dr. Rimka If you like what we're doing over here on Sensemaking, please consider hitting the subscribe button or sharing this episode to uh, your Instagram stories or maybe a friend. If you share it to your stories, we'll make sure to tag you so that we start building this community of freedom thinkers and sensemakers. Thanks as always for listening to the show, my friends. Thanks for your encouragement, your messages, your emails, for sharing the show. I appreciate it so, so much. I'll see you guys at the next show. Talk to you soon.